Hello, everyone. Welcome back to K-Pop in Real Life podcast. It's Nicole. It's episode 36, I believe. Um, How is everyone doing on this Sunday night as I'm recording this episode? I kind of been doing it a little bit later because I was just relaxing. And plus, TikTok has been really distracting me. <laughs> um, So I'm just going to tell you basically about what I did this weekend and... Honestly, that's really about it. I don't really live that much of an exciting life. Um, I do want to preface by saying um, I know it's been like forever since I've made a YouTube video. I think my last video was the Ed Sharon Mathematics Tour Vlog. And then I just kind of left you guys hanging. And then I released merch. Um, so I did order samples of my merch. I think I said that in the last episode, but I did. and. Um, most of it came in. Um, I'm getting the last item tomorrow, and then I'm going to film the unboxing for that. And then tomorrow, I'm going to edit all of the footage, and then I'm going to probably, hopefully, post it tomorrow um, so you guys can see like what the merch looks like in person and all that jazz. I'm very excited for you guys to see the video. Hopefully, you like it, and it gives you kind of like a sense of how everything looks and how you can, you know, see how it fits me and see how whatever you want to purchase, um, it'll last a little bit. Also, the other day, I think it was yesterday, I got my grad photos, my graduation photos in the mail. Oh my God, they came out so beautiful. I got a couple of four by sixes, some wallet sizes, and eight by ten. They just, oh, they're so pretty. That was such a fun night. Um, I graduated on my four-year anniversary of seeing BTS, which is iconic. Y'all, BTS released a song called Take Two. I don't know if you guys have heard it, but I fucking cried. <laughs> I don't know what is with BTS, but they, they are the only K-pop group that makes me cry. Okay, like I just cry every time because I'm so proud of them. And I've been in ARMY since I was like 21, I think. 21, 2021, I don't know, in my late 20s, like early 20s, I should say. And I've just been through so much with this these seven men and, you know, getting to hear these lyrics. Like it just brought me to tears. Like I think it got released on the 9th a couple of days ago. Oh, excuse me. It was Friday, and I actually forgot that it was being released until they sent out a link. And I was like, oh, <laughs> take two. And then oh, it took me a few listens to, like, really listen to the lyrics and get emotional. But, like, that song is so beautiful. And I know, like, it's Festa season, y'all. Happy 10 years of BTS. Can you guys believe it? I think it's on Tuesday is the actual anniversary, but... Um, it's funny because my first podcast episode was telling my BTS story. How crazy is that? It's it's also funny because this podcast started because it literally K-pop in real life podcast is the name of the podcast. So it's like BTS sort of inspired the podcast. Plus, I've kind of always wanted to do one. Um, but yeah, take two makes me cry. <laughs> because I'm so proud of them and um Jen and Hobie are serving the country right now and I miss them very much. Um I hope they're safe and I hope everything they're doing well. Oh, 
couple of BTS members went live this morning. Um, Taehong went live for a few minutes. Yoongi went live. I missed it. And then JK. <laughs> I don't understand JK's. He's so fucking cute. Oh my gosh, this man fell asleep for 45 minutes on the Weverse Live. I'm like, this man, he he is just so precious. Like I uh, he's so fine. He is just beautiful. I just want to say, like, I am double biased. RIP to my wallet. <laughs> I am JK and Yoongi biased because Yoongi has collected me. I'm not mad about it. Not at all. Uh, I love Yoongi and JK. Um, it's a weird combination. Never thought I would be here, but here I am. Um, also, today I rode my bike for the first time in literal months and I got sunburned. Y'all, it has been so hot here. I don't know how hot it is where you are, but here in Florida, it is just a scorcher. And I just want you guys to know please stay hydrated. Like, please. It is so, so hot. Like, drink plenty of water. I don't want anybody passing out. Um, but it is just, ooh, summer is literally here, y'all. Goodness gracious. But anyway, um, I have been in ARMY since 2017. Uh, love yourself era. What an era. That was a great era. Um, my first BTS like album that I ever purchased was Love Yourself Her. That's an also such an underrated album. I feel like a lot of people sleep it on her. No pun intended. <laughs> um but the first, like, official, like, comeback that I was, like, all in was Love Yourself Tear. That album, oh, chef's kiss. That was the time to be alive. Oh, my gosh. I remember. Excuse me. I remember freaking out. Oh, just killing it. I I miss kind of sometimes being a baby army because, like, you got to discover the boys and they were like a shiny new toy to you. And you're like, oh my God, who's this person? Who's that person? I recommend if you are listening and you're a baby army, welcome. Hello. Nice to have you. I hope you're in this Bangtan Sonia Dodd stuff for the rest of your life because BTS is um, it's a lifelong journey that I'm very happy I got to be a part of and I'm still a part of. Um, BTS has brought me so many wonderful humans in my life. Um, BTS brought me my best friend. I don't know where I would be without her. I Speaking of my best friend, I wrote her a letter about two days ago. Two and a half days ago is how long it took me to write this letter. I'm not going to read it because it's very personal. And it's for her to read. I will eventually give it to her. I just don't know when. But it's about two and a half pages, three pages long. It's a whole ass, literal whole letter that I wrote her because, you know, I it takes a lot for me to write a letter because I usually don't have a lot of thoughts. But when someone has, you know, impacted and changed your life over the past four years, you tend to have a lot of thoughts. So... I had a lot of thoughts to say, and it's almost been a year since I met her in person, which is crazy. I miss her. Like, I I, um, I want to see her again. Hopefully, I can. I'm trying so hard to save money. <laughs> it's really hard. 
oh, fuck. I need to save money, y'all. Like, for real. I need to, like, start, like, putting money away. I mean, I do. I put $20 away every week. Um, that goes in my savings, which it doesn't seem like much, but I say $20, you know, it adds up quickly. Plus I save coins. I have a coin jar over here that's almost full, not really quite full, but whatever money that is, I'm going to put in the savings, um, for whatever spending money or like emergency money. But I'm very grateful for my best friend because she's been in my life since I was 23 she was 25. Um, and I just decided, you know, to write her a letter because like I said, I, six million times, I had so much to say. Um, the letter means a lot to me. Let me tell you guys, I am the most picky, particular perfectionist you will ever meet. I, let me tell you why it took me so fucking long to write this letter. When I first wrote it, I wrote it on Google Docs, by the way. And um, the first draft, I kept repeating myself, which I do a lot. RIP to me editing my videos because I repeat myself so much. I want to pin my eyes out, pin my ears out because I had to keep listening to myself repeat it. So it takes editing videos a lot longer for me. It's even worse when I'm writing something like typing and I have to keep hitting backspace. But the first letter, the first draft that I wrote, I repeated myself a lot. And then I went back and changed a lot of the sentences because some, some of it didn't make any sense. I'm like, what the fuck? What is this? <laughs> um, I just, you know, if you have a lot of thoughts, just write them down. Like I remember growing up and just journaling a lot. Um, I journaled a lot after my dad passed in 2019. I had... It's when um, Taylor Swift released the album Lover for me. She had left journal pages for us to write. And I wrote so much because um, I had a lot of thoughts written down. And um, they say that, excuse me, Ooh, excuse me. They say that journaling is good for grief um, because you have a lot of thoughts. And I always journaled growing up too, like in middle school, I kept journals of you know, I would just write down how I was feeling or like about my day at school. Oh, I would pretend to write my crush a letter. Like, for God's sakes, the kid's never going to read it. Why are you wasting your time? <laughs> um, but the letter that I wrote, it, y'all, I don't know why, like, I put so much effort into it because she's the only person that's going to read it. But, like, it's my thoughts and it's my words. And I'm like, well, it's not like the President of the United States is going to read this letter. It took me a while because I just wanted it to be perfect. And I wanted it to sound right. And I didn't want it to be too mushy or too long. So I'm like, hmm. But it's good now. It's all it's all ready. Um, I have it in a sheet protector. It is stapled because it's two full pages. And then the third page is like this little tiny little paragraph, which is a continuation of the second page. So it's almost almost three pages, not quite. There is a third page stapled and there's a little tiny like couple sentences on there. Um, but I poured my heart and soul into that letter and um, I am going to send it to her. I haven't decided, like like I said, I don't know when I'm going to send it to her, but I want to because 
she doesn't have a great history with letters. The last letter she got was, I'm not going to talk about that because that's not my story to tell. Let's just say um, in short terms that there were some rude armies out there that were bullies. And I do not condone bullying because I was bullied in high school. 100%. Um, Bullying is not fun, especially, you know, when it's online. Twitter is a very toxic place. Cancel culture is true. It's a thing. People still get canceled every day. Like, come on. People are so fucking sensitive. Like, calm down. It's really not that deep. She didn't do anything wrong. Like, some of these some of these armies are just way over the top. I'm like, most of us are in our 20s and soon to be 30s, 40s. Like, armies are all different ages. And I feel like the younger ones, like, that are still a teenager are just so fucking disrespectful. Like, they just, they, they're rude. They don't know how to talk to people. They think that um, some of them are really toxic as well. And um, you really can see who the true armies are because right now, you know, even though two of the members are serving their country, BTS still find a way to feed us. They still find a way to release content. These Vesta pictures are so beautiful. Like, god damn, these men. They just keep getting more beautiful every year. I'm like, you bitches don't age. <laughs> the other day, um, I um I have a workout playlist. And, of course, most of it is all BTS music. And um, when I, I put the music on shuffle, which is dangerous because you don't know what song is coming up. I don't know what it is, but today when I was exercising and I got sunburned, my pale ass, like, I need a little color. It's fine. Um, I listened to a lot of August D, D-Day. Oh, that album is Chef's Kiss. I also listened to a lot of Jimin's album Face, which is so good. The more that I listen to it, I'm like, God damn, Jimin, this is so good. I love Set Me Free Part 2 because I know most of the lyrics. And it just, that song makes me feel like a bad bitch. <laughs> um, the dancing is incredible. Like, it's funny because, like, when this music video for Set Me Free Part 2 came out, I'm not even exaggerating. I wish I would have gotten it on film. I wish my camera would have been sitting somewhere recording. I set my phone on the bed, the bed rail of my bed, and I... I am not even lying to you. I'm, if you know me, this is the most Nicole thing that I've ever done. I dead ass literally fell on the floor because I couldn't handle Jimin in the video. I was like, what the hell is this masterpiece? And it needs to be on repeat for the rest of my life. Like I was like, oh my gosh, what the hell is this? I love set me free part two. I do. I, mm gosh i really want to hear it live one day um faces his ep album it's so good i um i got my two copies of it in the mail and uh oh jimin 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 i hope he's doing okay mentally that that poor man he uh he goes through it i felt i feel that <laughs> it's hard out here man I get it. Um, Yungi goes through it as well. I relate a lot to Yungi. Um, 
because, you know, I've had my mental health, you know, in the past and still sometimes today I have breakdowns about certain things about myself and Yungi's lyrics are beautiful and he really understands me. I get it. Like I, I feel his lyrics and I'm really happy that they put August D on streaming because that song, oh, slaps. Let me tell y'all. Mm. So good, so good. I just, oh man, Yungi never disappoints me. Ever since I, I listened to his first album, which was August D, self-titled, I was just like, who the fuck is this man? I'm going to tell you guys, I, all right, I'm going to look back at some of my old Instagram posts. Ew. <laughs> it's going to take me a second to scroll back to 2018. Um, I just want to share with you guys, if I can find it for God's sake, hold on. Um, I relate so much to Yungi's like music. I recommend like if you're a baby army to go back and listen to BTS's old discography. Like go back to the first album and just listen to each album in order. And then listen to Rapline's mixtapes also in order because it's their story. It's personal to them. That's what I did when I was an army. I just when I was a baby army. I listened to Yoongi's mixtapes, August D, um, D2, and now D-Day. And uh, obviously at the time, I only had August D to listen to. And then I was here when um, D, D2 came out. Oh, man. And obviously I was here when D-Day came out. But like, and also Namjoon has, I think, three mixtapes now. He has his self-titled one, which is RM. And then he has um, Mono and then Indigo, which is so fucking great. Oh, chef's kiss. And then Hobie has um, Hope World. Um, What the fuck? He has Hope World, Jack in the Box. I think he only has two. I believe that. Oh, my God. I don't remember how much. Um, I believe you, I hope he only has two mixtapes. I think he has Hope World and Jack in the Box. Unless I'm wrong. I could be wrong. <laughs> I've been wrong before, people. Um, I'm just looking for a post on Instagram because I want to tell you guys how long um, Yoongi has been in my life. And he was one of the mixes of my biases when I was discovering bts i just want to share the post oh here we go all right so i posted on march 5th 2018 here's my three biases okay so here we go i had written i had all seven members like their names written on pictures so i could learn their names so i had j-hope jimin and yoongi how fucking crazy is that Yoongi was always in the mix because I was so impressed with Yoongi's like style of rapping and his songwriting. Like I just, I felt Yoongi's music in my soul. And then of course, Jimin and then J-Hope. Those are my three um, first biases, which is crazy. And then my first YouTube video about um, BTS was March 6, 2018, where I said, let's talk about BTS K-pop. And I just went on a whole like rant and I was like, Oh, let's talk about this. So, yeah, that's just, it's just crazy to me how we, we live in this world where they, 
you know, we're, music is universal. Like you can, you know, listen to all kinds of music. And I never would have thought that I would be here listening to K-pop. But it's been the best thing I've ever heard. Like I love it so much. I wouldn't change it for the world. It's a part of me. But I love you all. Thank you so much for listening to me ramble. <laughs> I'm sure you guys are probably like, Nicole, shut up. Like, oh, my God, please stop talking. But once I start talking about BTS, I just, I don't shut up. But happy 10 years of BTS. Happy Festa. Armies, I hope you guys are celebrating and reminiscing about the good days when you became an ARMY. Like, I know I've been thinking about, I've been thinking about it a lot lately. And it just brings me to tears because I love them so much. and. Like I said, take two makes me fucking cry. <laughs> oh, I mm, I get emotional, okay? They make me emotional because I'm so proud of them. And I haven't seen them in concert in four years. And it's going to be another two before I see them again. Jesus Christ. Anyway, if you guys could do me a huge favor and rate this podcast five stars on Spotify. You just have to hit the little five stars. You don't even have to write anything. I mean, you can if you want, but you don't. Also, rate this podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts. That really helps out my podcast. Also, share this episode with your friends if you love BTS. I really hope this episode saves because the last episode I had technical difficulties with. So, I love you all so, 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 so damn much. And I will talk to you all next time. Bye, y'all.